On today's episode of Sports Medicine Weekly, we talk with Dr. Dustin Jessberger, a board-certified orthopedic clinical specialist, to better understand and utilize the squat exercise to optimize your athletic performance. But first, a word from a couple of our sponsors. JRF Ortho partners with orthopedic surgeons to improve the quality of life of patients by enabling them to have an active life through the generous gift of cartilage and ligament transplantation. Please go to jrfortho.org to learn more or sign up to be a tissue donor at donatelife.net. Vericell develops, manufactures, and markets autologous cell-based therapies for patients with serious diseases and conditions. For more information about their products, visit vcellvcel.com. with Dr. Brian Cole and our guest, Dustin Jessberger, a board-certified orthopedic clinical specialist, assistant center manager in Oak Park, Illinois, for Rush Physical Therapy. And Dr. Cole, um, this is an interesting episode I'm looking forward to doing, the squat exercise. I'll give you my example, but uh, I'm going to ask you first, uh, is this part of your regular workout routine? Uh, how often have you done squats or haven't you done them in a while? No, I, I, so I actually, so did, uh, created a gym at home and one of the, uh, impetus behind, uh, the or factors behind me doing it was, uh, that I wanted a squat rack and, um, it's probably one of the most efficient, uh, exercises to do both with the front and the back, if you will, or that we call frontal chain and posterior chain at the same time. And it, it gets lots and lots of muscles. And if you're one of those individuals who's sort of time constrained, like I am, I want to do the sort of the most efficient workout possible yet get the, 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 the muscle groups that are most important. So, um, I would tell you that squatting is certainly when done correctly. And that's something we're going to address in the episode is, uh, one of the most efficient, uh, strength building exercises we can do. And it's, 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 it's pretty awesome, but it's just gotta be done right. All right. Before I tell my story, Dustin, uh, tell us about the squat, how people do it, what it means and how you can really optimize, uh, athletic performance through the squat. I mean, Dr. Cole hit, uh, really that's a, he said it perfectly. It's the most efficient and it's the, the biggest exercise in terms of developing strength, increasing your neural drive, optimizing your central nervous system and allowing you to develop, uh, the recruitment of your posterior chain. The key is understanding that in order to do that and to get the benefits, you need to make sure that there are certain parameters that are met. The most important one and the one that I see missed the most is not squatting deep enough. And we can talk about maybe why that depth isn't being achieved. But if your hip joint, the crease of your shorts, is not getting below your kneecap, then you are not achieving full recruitment of your muscles and you're not utilizing the beautiful design of your body to uh, train you to become a better athlete. So so one thing that's super important is as you, and, I, and you're going to go to, into form and so forth, but you know the first thing that comes to mind is when I watch people doing it is they either hinge or they, or they don't sort of drive their, their butt backwards, right? And that's yep. very hard for, you know, I, I, I would hate for someone to listen to this episode and go out and try it because without the visual, which, you know, you're going to help us with, it's really tough. I mean, that's the most basic athletic maneuver is how you position your butt when you're, when you're coming down 
lowering yourself down and virtually for any exercise, dumbbells and everything else, right? So w- wouldn't you say in order to avoid injury, if you had to tell them anything at all, and let's say they stop listening to this episode after this comment, what would you tell them? I would say uh, either go see a professional to, to make sure that you're doing it correctly before you pick up heavy weights, or there's plenty of videos online that I found some good resources about how to open your hips, how to make sure that you're... Um, maintaining the proper forward lean of your trunk and to develop hip drive. Uh, the master cue, I'll give a shout out to Mark Ripito, strength coach, of thinking about pulling your buttock and your hip up by a straight line from your hip to the ceiling. And if you, it's it's strange to do that the first time, to, to move your hip before you, because uh, it's uncomfortable to be at the bottom of a, of a proper squat and to to push your butt up first but once you learn to do it oh man you will never go back to doing it the wrong way and you'll start doing them all the time dustin go back to the what's what's how is it affecting the body then what's what's it good for um you know everyone talks about core strength and core stabilization and developing you know core strengthening um and the core is your torso muscles but it's also muscles of your buttocks of your thighs and even of your upper back. And the squat is gonna develop all of those all at once. In order to do it properly, you have to stabilize your spine, number one. You have to move from your hip and you have to maintain the right posture, which is gonna help uh, with your abdominals, your back extensors, your hamstrings, and even your quads. Um, Everyone loves nice, big quad muscles, uh, and that squat is the best way to, to really develop those in an athletic maneuver. I'll tell you, from an injury prevention point of view, what we've learned is that having monster quads is super important, but we've also learned that when there's an imbalance between quads and hamstrings, that's actually a risk factor for injury. So um, I'd be interested in your thoughts on that because, as I you know, and mentioned, and as I understand it, doing a squat properly gets the frontal chain and the posterior chain, meaning the front of the legs and the back of the legs or the front of the body or torso and the back, right? So well, I is, think that's yeah. A, so tell me a little bit about I that. I think that's a great point. If you're squatting and you're not achieving full depth, um, there could be a few things that is wrong. Um, either your ankles are tight, um, your hip might be tight and impinged, your knee may you know, lack flexibility, or you're just squatting the wrong way. Um, you're probably going to develop a quad dominant pattern, um, and you're going to mostly stabilize and squat using your, your quadricep, which is an amazing group of muscles that helps you to both straighten your knee, and but it also one of them flexes the hip and the whole point of a squat is you're trying to do the exact opposite and that's the beauty of the squat is that you're straightening your knee and you're straightening your hips at the same time so you're getting your glutes your hamstrings and your quads all at once and it's almost impossible to find another exercise that does that and that's where you get into the injury prevention Um, and doing a proper squat is a great way to build up a resilient leg to prevent you from injuring yourself in the season. Dustin, what's the best way to, to do a squat? There's free weights and then I see machines. Um, you know, and I'll give you my example here that I was talking about before we started this podcast. Dustin and I were visiting and I said 30 years ago I was lifting with some 
pretty serious guys, and I did a squat, and my back hurt for eight to ten years, and I had <laughs> epidural steroid shots. My my friends would see me, and the first thing they'd say, "How's your back? How's your back?" And then mysteriously, miraculously, it went away. I mean, I lost some weight. I I I don't have any knock on wood back problems, but I'm terrified to do a squat. Terrified, and I'd love to get back to it. But I want to start with basically no weight. So which what do I do? Well, what do your friends ask you now since they don't ask you about your back? Do How's they? your golf swing? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would say if you're looking to get into a squat, if you've never done one or if you're afraid of doing one, which I hear all the time, um, I would start by uh, learning the basic setup of the squat. Um and just checking those basic things, which is start first and foremost with your feet wider than you think they're going to need to be. Um, when I ask someone that comes in with an injury, can I see your squat? They're almost always going to stand with their feet about eh, hip width apart. And then they're going to not turn their feet out. They're going to kind of lean forward at their hip and they're not going to um, open up their hip. And so if you're learning to squat for the first time, a great way to do it, stand feet shoulder width apart, turn your feet out about 30 degrees to open up your hip to prevent impingement in your hip. And then the hardest part, of course, is um, stare at something about five feet in front of you because that's going to keep your trunk in the right alignment. And if you do that cue and you remember that, your trunk is going to lean forward and you're going to get to the proper depth of the squat. If you're able to do that, you want to force your knees out. And then you should be able to, before you even consider putting weight in your arms or in your hands, you should be able to sit comfortably at that bottom position of the squat five to 10 seconds without really feeling much of anything. Um, and once you're able to do that about 10 times, then you can consider adding some resistance of some sort into your squat. So one of the things I get asked frequently in the office is, can I squat? And uh, for my patients who I manage with knee issues, and there's this perception that, look, if I get some discomfort in the front of my knee or, you know, there are patients who actually have a little bit of arthritis behind their kneecap and so forth as well, you know, will it make it worse? And the answer is no. Um, I don't think squats are, frankly, ever dangerous. I think they might, well, they're obviously ever dangerous if you have a condition in the knee, per se, assuming you're doing it correctly. So just to, cl to clarify that. So, um, ah, that's a good point. Yeah, so, but, there are, but truth be told, there are individuals who have trouble loading. You know, they may be fine 0 to 30, 0 to 45, or 0 to 60 degrees, but once they get to, say, 90, which I think I'm hearing you say, if you're going to get your butt below your knees, right, it's that low. Yep. That's really low for a lot of people. And as we age, that's 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 a tough one, you know. So I guess the question is, can you still get the same out of the squat as you described it uh, when you can't go that low? I think you can build up the tolerance to doing that. I think you can start by simply sitting in a chair, putting your feet, sit at the edge of the chair, put your feet in those position of hip width apart or shoulder width apart, turn your feet out to 30 degrees and just work on getting your nose out over your toes and simply standing and up driving through and driving through, driving through your heels. Yep. Is that what you do? You tell people that? Yep. Okay. Act yeah. like you're, you know, drive through your heels, 
keep your weight back there because you're going to tend to roll onto the front of your foot if you've never done it properly and really work on getting comfortable with having your um, trunk that far a front of your of your body. It, it feels weird if you've never done it right. Um, so uh, I love that you're mentioning making sure you're doing the squat properly because um, I always tell people that as well as a PT that, no, you, you can squat and we're going to teach you how to do it. Um, and it's pretty wonderful to see people learn how to squat. I want to ask you uh, when we come back uh, about ankle mobility and um, what other exercises can help someone be able to squat. But first, uh, Dr. Cole, we hope you've tried uh, Karen Malkin's new protein brownie bar and superfood bars. Uh, Dustin as well. They're the best tasting bars on the market. Certified gluten-free, paleo, no added sugar. Karen's protein brownie bars and superfood bars available on Amazon and at Karen Malkin. Com. To be your best, you start with best practices. Eat better, grow stronger, reach higher at Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. Their work is what best practices are built upon. They're a team of leading physicians with the highest level of experience and training prolific researchers delivering pioneering breakthroughs, orthopedic experts that other orthopedic specialists and their patients come to when they need individualized care. Get it done right the first time at Midwest Orthopedics at Rush. Visit RushOrtho.com slash the best and uh, wrapping up here with dustin jessberger board certified orthopedic clinical specialist with rush physical therapy steve cashel dr brian cole uh, ankle mobility okay uh we ever worried about uh the, the ankles at all uh doing the squat uh, dustin yeah so maybe you're um inspired now by this talk to go out there and, and just start squatting and, and seeing if you can do it um, one of the most common things that uh, becomes uh, an issue and can lead to injury down the line is a stiff ankle or tight calf muscles. Um, in order to achieve the depth that Dr. Cole was talking about of getting past you know 90 degrees and being able to sit your butt back to get the maximum benefits of the squat requires quite a bit of ankle flexibility. A good way to check this is to um, get on the floor and um, get about three to five inches away from a, a, a wall and get into a lunge position. Rest one knee on the floor, put your other one down and see if you can keep your heel down and touch the, the wall with your knee. If you can't do that, your ankle might be pretty stiff um, and it needs to be addressed before you go and try to uh, do heavy weights or squat. Um, and the key to that is if your ankle is, is, uh, is too stiff, you're not going to be able to keep the weight of your body in the proper spot on your foot. And then you're going to end up developing uh, your quads too much. You're not going to be able to get hip drive. You're not going to be able to get that full depth that you need to get the most bang for your buck when you're squatting. And Dr. Cole, back to what you said. I, I don't know why I picture doing a squat with the deep knee bend and I'm thinking what you do and your specialty of ACLs and MCLs and, you know, you can't tear anything, right? I mean, you, is the knee pretty much protected by itself or can you blow out something? That's what I'm picturing. No, I would say arguably, well, I, I guess if you were doing extremely heavyweight with ballistic sudden maneuvers, if you're doing it properly and methodically, 
um, the risk of injury is is very, very low. Certainly, if you were trying to max weight and things like that, I would worry about a patella tendon or a quad tendon injury, you know, even a tear. I've never seen it in 24 years of managing athletes and people work out regularly, never seen that. So you might incite or elevate some knee pain if you have a little bit of arthritis behind your kneecap or you're weak in the core and so forth. But I would say, and I'm interested, uh, Dustin can sort of comment on this, you know, it's something that I would work in work it into any of your regular exercise regimens as just something you do. And uh, Dustin, you know, there's all kinds of philosophies, uh, upper, you know, upper body days, lower body days, total body and so forth. But, you know, if you were to make base recommendations under the assumption that people know how to do a proper squat, you outlined a lot of things. And I'm going to have you summarize it one more time for our, for our listeners. Sure. But, you know, uh, how frequent, how much? And if, there, if people are doing three times you know, a week. Yeah. OK. Got three it. times a week, yeah, did yeah. you say? Two to three times a week. Try you How know, many sets? Um, uh, you're going to start with a uh, proper warm-up. You know, you can read about this type of stuff. But if you're going to start and you haven't done one, and, you know, if you're starting with just body weight, you know, start easy. 15 reps, 20 reps, do three sets and add that in three times a week. And I think you're going to be surprised as an athlete and how it can affect your performance. Um, it's If it's done properly – um, it's going to help you develop uh, injury resilience. It's going to help you develop your posterior chain better than any other exercise that you can find. Um, and it does it functionally um, and for life. I mean, you're training for life. And, uh, and again, I asked uh, machine or free weight. What, what is better? Uh, start with free weight um, because you need to learn how your body moves. Everyone's going to squat differently too. A machine is going to be set for a certain way to do it. And everybody's body uh, chem, uh, composition is different. You might have longer legs. You might have a longer torso. And that's going to affect how you uh, achieve that full squat depth. So it's best with the, the long bar, the 45-pound oh, yeah. bar on behind yep, your bet. shoulder, right? And uh, yeah. over your... Hey, if you've never squatted too, you know, or if you're afraid to squat, Steve, a great thing to do is look up a goblet squat. You know, that's using a kettlebell or a dumbbell. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And you're actually... Um, by putting uh, the resistance in front of your chest, it's a little bit easier to control your core to learn how to get to that depth. Um, in front of your chest, it, so you don't need it behind you then. Exactly, because that's a whole different ball game, and that's going to put a lot more strain on your back. This is safe. A lot of people feel comfortable doing it, and if you're new to getting into that depth, um, it can be really a good way to introduce that much range of motion to your joints. Dustin, one of the things I think is important, and then I'd like to finish up with you just walking us through sure. a proper uh, a squat with good form, is that you know your back is you're slightly hinged forward, but you're not bent over. So you're, you're as your as your buttocks go back, your butt goes back, and you and you and go into a squat. You're you're sort of leaning a little bit forward, but you're not bent over. So and it's in sequence as you lean forward, if you will that your butt goes back at the same time. It's one fluid movement. It's not separated. And I Correct. think that the risk is people put a lot, especially if they're putting a bar or weights behind their back, they put an enormous amount of strain on their lumbar spine. And that's, you know, Steve, who knows if that's what you did, but I think that's, you know, so so in light of that, as a segue, just walk us through briefly, you know, the, the basic steps. And then I would urge our listeners to certainly, you know, go online and find there's some amazing resources where you can learn how to do this um, as, mm -hmm. and incorporate as part of your ex exercise regimen. Uh, so you're going to start standing um, and you're going to have your feet shoulder width apart. Rock back on your heels 
and allow your feet to fall out naturally, they're gonna get to about 30 degrees. And that's gonna be key to allowing your hips to fully uh, flex into a deep squat position. What you wanna do is tighten up your abs, meaning push your abdominals out um, to engage all of your core muscles. You're gonna start the movement by unlocking your hip and pushing your butt back. Your knees are gonna naturally bend and then in one fluid movement, keeping your uh, trunk as tight as you can, you're gonna bend and hinge. You're gonna uh, drop down into a squat and allow your knees to be forced out. That's gonna feel really weird the first time you do it until you get used to it, but try to keep your knees out. You're gonna go all the way down until you get your hip below your knee joint and then you're gonna sit there um, if you've never done one and you're gonna make sure you can handle that depth. And then to stand up, you wanna push your buttock toward the ceiling. Allow your buttock to be the thing that's primarily driving you from the bottom of the squat. If you do that, you're gonna unlock power that you didn't know you had as an athlete and you're gonna um, really develop uh, a new skill that you can utilize in any sport. Great stuff. Dustin Jesperger. Yeah. We appreciate it. You're at Rush PT, located where? Oak, Oak Park? Oak Park. Wonderful. Yep. Dr. Cole works out of Oak Park every now and then as well. Yeah. You can always tell what day he's there. <laughs> Oak Park is the traffic patterns change, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Good stuff, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks so much, Dustin. Uh, great, great topic, great subject, and they're really educating our, our listeners. So we appreciate that educating me yeah. as well. I can't wait to get back in the yeah. gym and try get a squat, squat again after yeah. 20 years. It'll be great. <laughs> well, folks, uh, fall weather, uh, winter weather just about here. Still time to get outside if you can. Enjoy your favorite activities. Spend precious time with family and friends. Aches, pains, and injuries should not be part of the memories you're making. The therapists at Rush Physical Therapy are here for you. They have more than 60 locations throughout greater Chicagoland. Rush's clinical experts will get you back to life. Go to RushPT.com today to schedule an appointment. Not sure if physical therapy is right for you? You can request a complimentary consultation. Discover the power of Rush Physical Therapy today. We hope you enjoyed today's Sports Medicine Weekly episode. Be sure to add the Sports Medicine Weekly podcast to your playlist on Apple and Spotify. Listen in anytime, anyplace. Subscribe to the Sports Medicine Weekly podcast. The website is sportsmedicineweekly.com. New Sports Medicine Weekly podcast shared weekly on social media. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For Dr. Brian Cole, our guest Dustin Jessberger from Rush Physical Therapy, and our producer Alex Soroka, I'm Steve Cashel. Thanks so much, everybody. Talk with you next time. <laughs>